from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's episode, the Hamilton Tiger Cats unveil a new Indigenous-inspired logo created by Indigenous artist Kyle Jodick. Someone on the special teams for the Ticats not named Carthel Flowers Lloyd is named to the CFL's honor roll. Coach O discusses getting ready for Toronto and the potential for Simone Lawrence to surpass one of Coach's old teammates on the all-times tackles list. James Butler speaks about his big game and the Ticats offense, and Malik Carney speaks about that big pick he had against the Blue Bombers. It's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023, and you're listening to Ticats Today. The Ticats returned to practice today after having a couple much-needed days off following their big victory against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and they quickly have to go from playing the top team in the West to now facing off against the top team in the East, their QEW rival, the Toronto Argonauts, and they will look to avoid their first sweep against the Argos since 2007. The Ticats have swept the season series several times since then, but the Argos have been unable to reciprocate, and we hope... That that won't happen this year also. This Ticats team does not want to be a part of a season sweep at the hands of the Argos. If the Cats play like they did against Winnipeg, then I think this game will be a good one because the Ticats have been rolling of late, winning three of their last four, but that one loss in their last four games did come against the Argos on Labor Day. Several players will look to continue to build off what they've been doing over the last month, and Nick Cross was rewarded for his efforts in the game against Winnipeg and was named to the CFL's honor roll for special teams coming out of the game with a 90.6 rating. And actually, that's the highest rating for any player in the CFL among all position groups. So a great job by him. Simone Lawrence is another guy approaching a major milestone as he is only three tackles away from sitting alone in the top 10 all-time in tackles. Coach O spoke about Simone approaching the milestone and more following practice. I would say that Simone truly loves football. Um, Question I always ask personnel or people is do you love football or are you good at it? And sometimes it's both. Oftentimes people give an answer, but then what they embody in their body of work says something else. Simone is a tireless worker. I think he loves football. Uh, he's tough. He's physical. He's always been willing, no matter I don't know how many different linebacker coaches he's had. Uh, he's, yeah, he's just that guy that truly loves ball, loves everything that goes into it, the preparation. And so... I guess what I'm saying is I'm not surprised. Uh, Nick Cross was named to the honor roll for this week. What you can say on his performance and, and that special teams as a whole against Winnipeg. Yeah, it's a collective effort. I just think that uh, Nick's just a guy that's continually got better. So proud of him. You know, he fought through adversity. He's come back from a, an injury uh, and actually a repeated injury. And he's just become a real pro, you know, uh, a leader of sorts. He's quiet but he's tough and he's fast and he cares and he's just taken on that role. And, you know, when he's singled, he's, he's impacted. And when he's doubled, he, you know, he's instructing other people on how they can be better. So can't say enough great things, but uh, we haven't arrived. Uh, we're, we're still on our way up. Yeah. Looking ahead at this game in Toronto, do you feel like there's a little bit of momentum here getting, being ridden into this game? Uh, you know, anytime you come off a win, you, you hope there's a little bit there, but you know, we don't put stock in it like, well, that's going to give us this advantage. Yeah, each game has its own meaning. Uh, we'll be playing, you know, um, you know, the record is what it is for a reason. I think they've, you know, they're very impressive on tape. They've been behind in football games, battled through. They're very solid in three phases. They've scored in all three phases. 
And so, yeah, this is a, this is a game that's going to be fun. It's um, thankful that we don't have to travel for it very far. Uh, we know that the environment's changed down there. There's a lot more people showing up to the games, and that's the fun stuff. And the lead-up, we're just focused on the next game. Yeah, I just think, you know, Steve, it's always about play opportunities and plays made. And, you know, I just think he's had more opportunities in these in these past games. While he's had opportunities in other games, maybe there's some that have passed him by, but nobody's ever played a perfect game, uh, still searching for it or coached one. And so I just think sometimes, depending on scheme, you're, you're allowed more opportunity, but you have to make those plays. That was Coach Arlando Steinhauer. As part of Hamilton Sports Group's ongoing commitment to local Indigenous communities, the organization unveiled Tuesday plans to observe the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, and this includes Indigenous-inspired logos for the Hamilton Tiger Cats and Forge FC, designed by Indigenous artist Kyle Jodick. In a unified show of support for the survivors of the residential schools and in acknowledgement of the impacts that are still being felt to this day, the club's unveiled t-shirts featuring the Indigenous-inspired logos done by Kyle. The shirts can be purchased here and all proceeds will be donated to the Hamilton Regional Indian Center. The Hamilton Ticats will host the Calgary Stampeders on the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. That's September 30th, 2023. And there will be various elements incorporated into the game day celebration right here at Tim Hortons Field. The Tiger Cats have invited over 250 Indigenous youth and families from local communities including Six Nations, Mississaugas of the Credit, First Nation, and surrounding communities to attend the game. Kyle Jodick sat down to talk about the new logo and more. My main inspiration for creating art was a reclamation of my indigenous identity and an attempt to reconnect myself with the indigenous community both in Hamilton and on Six Nations where my family is from. For hundreds of years our culture has been suppressed and people my age and older have not been able to access a lot of education around what it means to be an Indigenous person in a contemporary society. I hope that through my art I can open people's eyes a little bit about the importance of Indigenous culture and how our culture has influenced much of Western culture up until this point. I didn't want to take too much away from that to have the identity of the team and the identity of Hamilton lost in the in the reproduction but at the same time because of the type of rollout this is there is a necessity to have my culture and my culture's form of art at the forefront of the logo to represent us as a whole the style of art is so intrinsically indigenous like it is something so so very specific to our culture that just embedding the logo with that particular flow of energy it that's what brings the indigenous culture to the the, the piece that was kyle jodick 
pregame, all dress players will wear orange and white jerseys in a unified acknowledgement of the tragedies of residential schools and as a show of support for survivors and their families. Select jerseys will be available for purchase in the Ticat shop at a later date with proceeds benefiting the Hamilton Regional Indian Center. The club will welcome back former defensive lineman John McDonald as the club's alumnus of distinction. McDonald, who is Mohawk, Wolf Clan from Six Nations of the Grand River Territory, played three seasons for the Tiger Cats from 2002 to 2004 and now works as a teacher at Pauline Johnson Collegiate and Vocational School in Brantford where he also coaches the school's football team. At halftime, there will be a special presentation, including a drum circle and a performance from renowned hoop dancer Lisa Ojig. So make sure to come out, show your support any way you can, buy a t-shirt, just be a part of of something that's going to be pretty special here at Tim Hortons Field. James Butler had another solid game against Winnipeg, and he's now looking ahead to this Toronto game, and he spoke about the upcoming matchup following practice. Yeah, 100%. Whenever, uh, I feel like a running back, and uh, all running backs will say, whenever it's a, it's a big game from running back, it's always offensive line and, and receivers blocking downfield. So definitely got to give it to those guys. You were able to have success against one of the best defenses in the league. Why do you think that was? I think just to continue to, to go to it, you know what I'm saying? We never got away from it, which uh, obviously shout out to coach for that. So just our continuing to, to stick with the run was uh, definitely a part of it. And the team got off to a much hotter start on offense right from the get-go. You get a touchdown, and, and you have a great first half. Do you think that really helped build the momentum throughout the entire game, being able to get off to a quick start in this game? Yeah, I think just history has shown that like all the games that we've gotten off to a quick start, it's usually been a pretty good game for the offense. And obviously, like whenever we get off to a hot start, usually the defense always is hot. So you know, we kind of feed off each other's energy. Now you're going up against Toronto and, and another great running back on the other side. What can you say about playing against the Argos and having played them two games, being able to take some lessons into this game? Yeah, just a just a, a stingy defense that, that's not going to give up much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, an offense that, that takes care of the ball and scores a lot of points. So just it's about us executing it and, and starting and playing fast. You know what I'm saying? The last couple of games we've kind of let them get up on us. So we just got to come out, execute, play fast, play our game. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and try to make them play left-handed. Now, coming off a win against Winnipeg, it's it's you know not an easy team to beat. Is there a little more buzz around the room? A little more of a wave here of riding momentum? I mean, we just we just we're, we think we're capable of, of playing with anybody in this league. You know what I'm saying? And as you can see, the CFL is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Every week is is up and down. So we know that you know if we come out and we play our game how we know we're supposed to, that we can go compete with anybody. Just one last question, Taylor's been the starter now for several weeks what have you noticed in his growth as a quarterback man just I mean like I, I said it off rip like he just his confidence like his confidence is, has always shot out and just him just being even more confident and just more dialed in like you can just tell like when he's in the huddle more commander of the huddle you know what I'm saying today he said he's not a, he's not a rookie quarterback he's just a young quarterback now so he's just keep continuing to do his thing and and I, and I love to see his growth you know he's one of my really good friends that was James Butler Another guy coming off a great game is Malik Carney. Malik spoke about his big game and getting his first interception of the season. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, going into it before the play, I knew it was 23 formation. Um, I knew that I had to, you know, get across the field. So I did that. And, uh, you know, luckily the ball came right to my hands. Made a great play. 
this Winnipeg team has, hasn't been the easiest team to get turnovers against, but you guys did a tremendous job at, at getting turnovers, getting interceptions, and get sack, getting sacked. Why do you think you were able to be so successful as a whole on that defense? Um, cluing in, cluing in on the details, playing together, communicating. You know, that's where it all starts, and just executing. Um, so uh, we was able to do those things and continue you know, moving forward, get those things done. Simone Lawrence has the chance to break into the top 10. If he gets two tackles, he'll tie. If he gets three, he'll break into the top 10. What can you say about being around Simone and his leadership and, and him being around the room over all these years and, and what he's done for you and, and for this defense? Uh, just from the time I've known him, he's a great leader. You know, he do all the right things. Uh, you know, to say the least, you know, he's been here for a long time, and it's a reason why. You look ahead now at Toronto, a team that's that's done well against you guys so far this season. What do you need to take from previous games and, and use in this game and, and secure victory here? Again, you know, just being physical, you know, whole game, uh, like how we like to call it, being the first aggressor, um, communicating and executing, and that's what it's going to take for us to win on the, uh, win this game. That was Malik Carney. Before we go, Ticats fans, remember, if you're heading down to BMO Field this Saturday to watch our Ticats take on the Argos, Show your BMO game tickets and score 20% off at the Ticat shop. Pretty sweet deal. That goes from September 19th today to September 23rd. Shop hours are Tuesday to Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Also, head over to the Brazen Head Irish Pub in Liberty Village to meet with your fellow Ticats fans before the 7 p.m. kickoff. It's always a fun time. It's something that a lot of Ticats fans like to do when they make that short trip to Toronto to show their support, especially in this game. We don't want to sweep here in Ticat land. We need a W, and they need your support in Toronto. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today.